Welcome to the Insurance Marketing Organization Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews IMO experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their IMOs, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Rodney Steele. In 2010, Rodney created Dinsmore Steele to create an unbiased and efficient way for people to shop, compare, choose, and negotiate with professional employer organizations. Obviously, a lot. PEO has come a long way since then. Times have changed. And Dinsmore Steele is now the largest PEO brokerage in the United States. Rodney, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Seth. You are welcome. So let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to create Dinsmore Steel? Sure. So I was working uh, at a company and uh, one of the conditions of them getting funded is they had to join a PEO and I had never heard of it, didn't know what it was. And uh, I said, there has to be an easier way to do this. So um, kind of just stumbled upon a process and I went to work for, for a couple of POs to kind of learn their process and it kind of grew from there. All right. So for our viewers who might not necessarily be in this part of the marketplace, what is a PEO and why are they so important? Sure. So a PEO is a professional employer organization. And essentially what it is, is that it's a larger company that works with small to medium sized businesses. And it does their payroll, their HR, their health insurance, their workers' compensation and their retirement planning. And the reason they're important is because it, uh, it allows small to medium sized businesses to attract and retain the best talent. Okay, so if I am a small business, why would I use a PEO as opposed to having all, for example, we have a payroll provider, we have a fractional HR, um, what, why would I use a PEO instead? Sure, uh, for a few reasons. One, because it consolidates all your vendors into one, so you don't have multiple vendors to manage. And then the second reason is because there's, a, there's the ability to save a significant amount of money on your health insurance and your workers' compensation in most cases. Is there a certain size that my business, like in revenue or number of employees that a business needs to be to take advantage of a PEO? Sure. Uh, typically, we can write down to one person if it's a, if it's a sole prop or a, uh, you, know, you started your company, a startup perhaps. Um, but typically, it really starts to make sense for companies that have over 10 employees. Okay. And then talk a little bit about what Dinsmore Steel actually does. Sure. So essentially what we do is we've taken the, the best uh, national POs and put them on our platform. And essentially what we do is we eliminate all of the back and forth, filling out multiple forms, listing the sales pitches, uh, you crunching numbers, trying to figure out which PO might make sense, comparing medical plans. We do all of it for you. So we offer a, a one-page RFP. Uh, you can upload your documents that we would need safely and securely. And then we go out to the best third-party independent POs and have them compete for your business. So you're in essence a broker almost shopping on my behalf, doing all the legwork, helping me decide the best options. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And tell us a little bit about kind of how you've grown along the way. I mean, you're now the largest PEO brokerage in the United States. How sure. have you achieved that in such a short period of time? Sure. So one of the ways that we did it is uh, when I first started, when we first started in 2010, there really wasn't a whole lot of... Um, competition, if you will. It was more or less, uh, people hadn't heard about it. They didn't know what it was. They weren't sure how it worked. So essentially what we did is we went out and a lot of the beginning was educating. And then as more and more people started using POs, it kind of became more prevalent. To answer your question, how did we grow is 
really just spreading the message, trying to help as many people as we possibly could and delivering a good product. Who is an ideal client for you? I would say anybody that has 10 plus employees that wants to have, you know, wants to attract and retain the best. It typically comes down to what makes the most sense for a PO is it gives you the ability to compete on a grand scale. For example, we had a startup client a while back and they were trying to, to get an engineer from Google. And obviously uh, no one's going to leave Google with that if you don't have health insurance, you know, retirement and, and so forth. So I really think it just helps you. It helps level the playing field, if you will. All right. And you have now over 400 PEO partners. How Talk a little bit about your process for how you research and vet and evaluate and manage all of those options. So we break the POs down into really three categories. There's national POs, which would be like an ADP total source, a trinet, and disparity. Then you have your regional players, which are they're national, but their offices are maybe in New York or you know, they don't have offices all throughout the country. Good example, that would be Prestige, Extensus, companies like that. And then you have your niche players, which may be right, roofing companies, or maybe they do golf courses or certain specific in restaurants, so forth. What we do is is, is we typically, uh, when we go out, we didn't really have a whole lot of POs that just come out of nowhere. Most of them are established because it's a rather, you know, it's a rather, it's a lot of work to, to start a PO. So most of the POs that we work with are certified, meaning they're certified by the IRS. You know, they, they have their certification as far as filing taxes and their federal and state taxes. So in that respect, we just try to make sure that the PEOs have, you know, have, have a great operating model, they have good service, and that we have business with them and that their renewals are managed properly. How do you, with 400 providers, how do you tell the difference? <laughs> that's a good question. So we use an algorithm on the back end of it that sorts out. So for example, if you have a company that's headquartered in, say, California, and they, you know, they really want Kaiser, for argument's sake, there are certain POs that are local to California, for example, that their predominant medical plan is Kaiser. So it typically comes down to what kind of company is it and what does the company want, right? And then we kind of go from there. Believe it or not, most people will have a preference in their insurance carrier. So would that change which PEO they could go with? Because one might have a relationship with Blue Cross Blue Shield and one might be with Independent Health or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. How have you talk a little bit about because obviously there's some significant infrastructure efficiency and cost savings involved with using a company like yours. Talk a little bit about um, I don't know if your client identities are confidential. You can call it ABC Incorporated, but talk a little bit about like the transformation of, hey, this is the company that came to us. This is the problem that they had. And this is kind of how we helped them solve it and what the results were. Sure. Yeah. So I can't get into names, but I can definitely give you an example. So we had a, a multinational company come to us some time ago and they had a really large presence in the Northeast of the United States. And they said, listen, you know, we don't really understand the business here. You know, we want to build it out and we don't want to have to deal with the headaches of HR, the different state compliances and so forth. So they came to us and they said, listen, find us a solution. And we were able to implement a solution that saved them a significant amount of money and was able to offer their employees in all of the different states uh, access to national medical plans versus having five or six different carriers. That sounds like one heck of a benefit. Your passion <laughs> is obvious. What do you like best about what you do? I like helping companies. I also find uh, what's really intriguing about it is learning about all the different companies because you'd be surprised at like some of the industries that we've, some of the companies we've worked with, I would have never thought that they would have been a business. <laughs> that is definitely a interesting proposition. So with all the success you've achieved, you know, what's your biggest challenge now? Uh, I think our biggest challenge is, is trying to scale this. I think that um, it's always a challenge to try to scale something that is, is, I guess, maybe like it's such a big thing, right? 
I would say that's a big challenge. And I would say the other challenge is, you know, breaking the norm. A lot of people will continue to do things that they've always done because they've always done them. And how do you get in the door with that ideal client? How are you making people, how are you making those potential clients aware of who you are and what you're doing? Sure. So we do a lot of uh, cold email marketing. So we try to target people that we think will be a fit. And then we, you know, it's nothing crazy. We just kind of try to reach out and ask them, is this something you've looked at? If they're using the PO, we'll ask, have you compared your PO? Do you know you're getting the best deal? Oftentimes what a lot of people, they either don't know about PO or they, um, or maybe they're in one and they joined five, six years ago and they just never thought twice about it. Absolutely. What are you finding are the biggest reasons that people don't use a PEO? I think one of the main reasons is, uh, is because when you join a PEO, you have to use them for payroll. So a lot of people will say, listen, I've been using you know, ADP for 20 years or paychecks or my cousin does it or you know, whatever it may be. That's sometimes a drawback. Anyway, the other drawback is I think um, people don't like change. Yeah. We've had instances where we've saved people so many significant amounts of money and they, you know, they just, for whatever reason. That makes a lot of sense. Where do you go for your inspiration? What are some of the best books you've ever read? What are some of the podcasts you listen to? Who do you follow? Sure. So I like Tim Ferriss a lot. I listen to his podcast. I've been listening for years. Uh, I listen to, I like some of the true crime stuff, which I guess is not <laughs> the best, but um, I read a lot. I like a lot of the marketing stuff that's out. The guy from AppSumo, Noah Kagan, he's great. He has a lot of valuable content. I really try to follow those guys and see what they're doing. There's a lot of guys now on Twitter they're really good at cold email and things like that. That makes, I mean, those are all great recommendations. What else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you yet? You're pretty good at uh, with questions. I don't know. I can't really think of anything. Um, yeah, Is there, you talked there. about 10 employees. Is there a minimum like amount of revenue, gross revenue that a company would need to be doing in order for this to make sense? Uh, no, it's not a gross revenue. Uh, typically, if you have uh, you know certain amount of employees, because that's when it really starts to make sense as far as insurance, right? Because you have the you have the economies of scale. Um, whereas if you have one or two employees, maybe they're on their you know spouse's policy or their parents or whoever it may be. How does it work if I a normal I'm using one payroll provider, one fractional HR person, one I've got three or four vendors. How does that relationship change with the PEO? Is my how does that I now have one point of contact at the PEO? How do I do payroll? How does all that stuff work? How does the actual day to day work? Sure. So all of the PEOs have their own payroll system. They license software. Either they some of them create their own. And essentially, the way it works is that the payroll systems all kind of work the same. I always say the bells and the whistles change, but the engine typically stays. It's basically just a seamless transition. The POs all use HRIS or HRMS systems, and it runs the payroll. It allows you to track the benefits, the PTO, and things like that. So it's typically a seamless. Uh, one of the advantages of working with us, uh, not to plug us, but is that we help you from initial applications or initial quotes all the way to, you know, to when you choose choose your provider. And we help a lot. A lot of our team will help a lot in transitioning from your pay, current payroll or whoever your vendor is over to uh, over to the new solution or the new PO. What's the size of the largest company you've ever worked with? Uh, largest company we've worked with has about 800 employees. All right. And I, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable for our folks watching okay. and listening who want to learn more. Where is the best place for them to go? Sure. So I uh, go to our website, check us out at dinsmoresteel.com. And we're also on Twitter at, uh, at dinsmore underscore steel. All right. And then what differentiate now that you have competition because you didn't have too much when you started, what do you think differentiates you and makes you stand out versus all the other PEO copycat brokers that now exist? Sure. I would say our marketing and I would say our technology. 
All right. Well, this has been Seth Green with Rodney Steele of Dinsmore Steel. Rodney, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth, for having me. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll talk to you or see you next time.